come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Ser sentados, por favor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 116 of Word on the Main Street podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sean Lords. And I'm Brian Lords. And uh, we've got a big show for you today. Uh, but before we begin, we do want to thank our beautiful, talented sponsor, Getaway Today. Absolutely. Getaway Today is a fantastic company to work with. And. As of Monday, Galaxy's Edge is now open to anybody that's able to get a boarding pass or wait until the boarding pass process shuts down, and then they can go in. Um, But boarding passes, from what I understand, are not difficult to get. It's just more to control the flow of people, try and keep the numbers down a little bit, and keep them more manageable. It's like a sphincter, you know? Just manages that. That's a very <laughs> odd comparison, but uh, I thought it was hilarious. I guess that works. <laughs> it's true. I mean, it's very true. It's just wow. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> we're gonna move right along, <laughs> and uh, if you want to go and visit the uh, the new Galaxy's Edge and get your virtual cue for the sphincter into the land. Um, <laughs> make sure you get a trip booked to make sure you use Getaway Today. Uh, they're going to get you all set up to have the most magical trip possible. And if you do visit Getaway Today, make sure you let them know about our promo code. That's Main Street 10 It's all lowercase, the number one zero, and that's going to get you $10 off any two-night or longer Southern California travel package. So visit them at www.getawaytoday.com or give them a call at 855-GET-AWAY. That's 438-2929. And that $10 could get you a couple of uh, thermal detonators, as they're called. Is that what they're calling them in the land? Uh, I don't know. Or is I just that know just people a, have called them thermal that's detonators. That's what they look like. They look like thermal detonators, but they are delicious and taste like Coke and Sprite and Diet Coke. And Dasani. And Dasani, but that doesn't really I guess that look, one like doesn't look like a thermal detonator. Yeah. And it costs less than the others. It costs less than the soda? Yep. Nice. But we'll talk about that in a bit, right? Oh, so. I'm sure we will. Uh, but before we get into that meat, delicious tender meat of the episode, we do want to uh, let you guys know about this week at the Disneyland Resort. So the hours are super simple. Uh, just like last week, uh, tomorrow, June 27th through Wednesday, July 3rd, Disneyland is open 8 to 12 with DCA open 8 to 10. And uh, the only events going on, really, are the Pop-Up Disney. Um, And then closures. Nothing is closed at Disneyland. And the red car trolley is the only thing closed in DCA. That's so fantastic. Unless you want to count Bugs Land. Yeah, well, it's no more, so. (laughs) That's very closed. It's never coming back. Did you get a chance to go over there? Yep. 
I sure did. Is it looking all destroyed and things? Yes. Could you peek through the fences at all? I couldn't, no. But they have a fence up that says Stark Industries. Which is cool. And it's pretty awesome. And uh, I was walking uh, over to Cars Land from Buena Vista. You know that road? Mm -hmm. Over by the uh, wine cellar or whatever. The wine country, uh, Trattoria. Blue Sky. Oh, Blue Sky Cellar. Yes. Uh, Anyway, they have the, uh, that's where the old Bugs Land used to be. They've got that fence up. It says Stark Industries. And in the background, you can see Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. And I'm just like, that's going to look awesome once they get this yeah. finished. I like, think that's going to fit in so well. Because uh, when they first did it, it was kind of an eyesore. A little bit. And it still kind of is. Yeah, but you know I've gotten, I, mean? like I think we've all it, got so used to seeing yeah. it there now that it's not as bad. But you're right. Like when seeing it, first... it from Disney... Disneyland, it's weird. Yeah, because it used to fit kind of uh-huh. with the Art Deco and whatnot. But yeah, that's uh, kind of weird. But you know, what do you do? Yeah, it's awesome. Though. It's gonna all blend in very <laughs> nicely, I think. Uh, so that is this week at the Disneyland Resort. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. It's so, nice. Yeah. All right. Well. If you don't have anything else to add, I have nothing else to add about this week. I just want to hear about Galaxy's Edge. (laughs) We shall get to that here in a bit. But first, we must travel over to Brian's Trivia Corner, which happens to not be in a corner this week. A little bit of a change of venue. Yeah, kind of weird. Now, I'm in the the open area. Yeah, I'm shut off. Well, not entirely. You just have a wall to your back. (laughs) And arms to my sides. Yeah. And a table in front of me. I feel like a, a child. Now you do sit kind of low on that sofa. <laughs> a child in a high chair or something is what I feel like. <laughs> but anyway. We probably should move on. Let us move on to Brian's Trivia Corner. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Brian's Trivia Corner. It is literally in a corner. All right, everybody. It is trivia time. Whoopee-doopee. And today we are going to answer the question from last week, and that was, what was the name of Walt's first company, and how old was he when he founded it? And I actually had at least one listener get this exactly right. He got the name of the company, and... He got the age that Walt was when he founded it. And the answer to that question is, of course, of, of course. course. I mean, this is so easy. <laughs> Laughagram Studios. And he was 20 years old it's crazy. when he started up that uh, studio. And that was I'm the studio. That he, yeah. And I'm, yeah. I'm 33 <laughs> and I definitely haven't founded anything. Um <laughs> So, anyway, Walt was getting to it and not wasting time. It's true. He didn't have a whole lot of time. Yep. He he was cut short. Boo. Well, I guess he was cut short due to his own choices, (laughs) but still. Anyway, 
that was the answer to the last week's question, so let's move on. Oh, congratulations to everybody that got it right. Try again next time to those that didn't. Um, Let's move on to this week's question, and that is going to be, in what newspaper was the first public announcement for Walt Disney's new theme park? Mm. Hmm. Interesting. I wouldn't know this. Yeah. I mean, you would think you'd know, like, some of the big papers in the area. Yeah. But it's not. So maybe think about it a little bit. Use your noggin. You have all your vast Disney knowledge and Disney history. And see if you can come up with what newspaper the first public announcement for the park was going to be. Dun, dun, dun. If you know the answer, think you know the answer, send it over to me. That's Brian, B-R-Y-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. Awesome. All right. Well, let us move on to uh, this week in Disney history. I tried cutting it down even more than I have before, but there's still quite a bit uh, that I felt needed to be there. So starting with June 26th, 1909, animator and director Wolfgang Wooly Reitherman is born. Yeah. Nice. Um, so uh, we've talked about him before, so I'm not going to go into a lot, but yeah, he was born. Yeah. And a nine old man. Yes, he or was men. one of the one nine of old men. He yeah. was a nine old nine old it man. It just sounds weird saying <laughs> nine old man. <laughs> Yeah, that is kind of weird. Uh, same day, June 26, 1957, Disneyland's Viewliner debuted, which was the predecessor to the monorail. That was a really interesting thing. You see some yeah. videos occasionally of the Viewliner, and it was really kind of odd, I think. Yeah. I feel like it was like part car and part terrain. That's what it looked yeah. like to me. And the vehicles, of course, were designed by none other than Bob Gurr. If, if there's a vehicle that needed designing, Bob Gurr was usually the man to do it. And he's still alive. Yeah, I know. I'd love so to talk crazy. to him. Uh, 1999, on June 26th, Disneyland started hosting a two-day celebration honoring the Haunted Mansion's 30th anniversary. Um, over 1,000 guests. You'd think they'd limit it to 999. But... You would think. There's always room for one more. <laughs> But uh, there was a panel discussion at the Fantasyland Theater uh, with some of the people that actually brought the Haunted Mansion to life, which would have been awesome. Um, And the Dapper Dans came out dressed as the Hitchhiking Ghosts and the Caretaker and sang Grim Grinning Ghosts. That's cool. Um, 2006, on June 26th, uh, Disney's Pirates of the Caribbean reopens at Disneyland. Uh, featuring Jack Sparrow and Captain Barbosa. While I have gotten used to this <laughs> and the fact that they're there, I want the original pirates back. Bring it back. <laughs> I want the pirates pushing the cart up the hill at the end with all their treasure. I was telling Sean that when we wrote it. I'm like, I really miss that yeah. part because it, it was humorous. Uh-huh. Like The Jack thing's just like... Hey, here's Jack Skellington. Here's hey, not Jack Skellington. <laughs> that would be something. Jack Have Jack Skellington dressed up as the pirate captain and James and the Giant Peach. Oh, that would that, be cool. That was weird. Uh, but yeah, like there's no humor to that scene. Yeah, it's just hey, let's put Jack here. Yeah, 
basically at the time, here's what we can do with audio animatronics. Yeah. Which has been surpassed. Yeah. Yeah, it looked pretty terrible. Yeah. So, anyway. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> Bring back the original Captain. Yes. And get rid of Sparrow. Unless Johnny Depp's visiting the park, then he can go in and do the Jack Sparrow yeah. thing. But pull the animatronics. Exactly. June 27th, 1938, actress and Disney legend Catherine Beaumont is born in London, England. You would know her as Alice from Alice in Wonderland and Wendy from Peter Pan. Yes, very true. Uh, and as she far did, as I know, she's still alive and kicking, too. She did Alice's voice. For quite some time, she. I think she redid parts of it for for the the reimagined yeah. attraction. Attraction, yeah. Which is, is something because it still sounds <laughs> right. exactly like the the movie. It's yeah. unbelievable. So that was it for June twenty seventh. So we'll move on to June twenty eighth in nineteen ten. Artist, Imagineer, and Disney legend Herb Ryman is born. We've talked about Herb recently. <laughs> so uh, there you go. <laughs> he did a lot of the designing for the parks. Um, so, um, And you can go see the, the tree in his honor over by the castle. So uh, 1926, this one's interesting. And I love this man, so I had to include him. 1926, June 28th, Mel Brooks was born in Brooklyn, New York. Oh, nice. Now, this was a weird thing. I did not know this. But he met with Michael Eisner and the Imagineers to design a theme park attraction for Disney MGM. It was a Castle Young Frankenstein attraction. No way. Based on the movie. But it was scrapped for Tower of Terror. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) I'm like... Maybe we should have gone with that. That yeah. would have been awesome. But then maybe we wouldn't have the tower in yeah, California not. Adventure and not Guardians yeah. Mission Breakout. But imagine. I would <laughs> love to know how that would have turned out. I, know, I would right? like to know how that attraction worked. Like, was it similar in the... Did they get far enough to even know what it was going to be like? Yeah. Did they have you go outside and... You hear him Roll say, I know, uh, not quite that, but uh, have them say it could be worse, could be raining, and then it rains on you. Uh, oh, that's a good movie. But if anyway, you guys haven't was, seen Young Frankenstein, I highly recommend it. Yeah, I was surprised by that little tidbit. Yeah, I, I had, no, I had idea. no idea there was a, even a plan for that. Yeah. Uh, let's see, 1955 on June 28th, Walt Disney wrote a letter to his employees... From the Disney Studios, who assisted on the creation of the Disneyland Park. He uh, invited all of them to the grand debut on June, sorry, July 17th. And here's what the letter said It said, As we come down the home stretch in the building of Disneyland, I knew you are as happy. All right, it's probably I know. There's probably a typo. I know you are as happy as I am with the way in which this dream of ours is coming to full life. Your contribution to the construction, the development, and the details of the park has made it possible for us to foresee what we will, uh, that we will open Disneyland virtually completed. The few days remaining before our television preview on Sunday, July 17th, will be all important to us. 
but I know that we can count on you and every one of your fellow employees to do your utmost to meet our schedule. I would like to cordially invite you and your family to participate with us in the thrill of the Disneyland premiere. It's pretty cool. It is. Um, within the next few days, we will have your preview tickets available. They will be distributed to you at Disneyland and will assure you and your family have a wonderful afternoon as our guests on all the rides and amusements in Disneyland. I am sure your family will be as proud of your effort as all of us are. Sincerely, Walt Disney. If you, freaking cool. If you were a studio employee and didn't hang on to that letter, whew. what are you thinking? I know. <laughs> if somebody cool wants to get rid like. of one, I would probably buy it for a small sum. Right. <laughs> I might even I just think it's cool that opening he, a credit card uh, to purchase it. That he cares oh, yeah. about his employees that much. Well, it's nice to work for somebody that does, too. Yeah. I can so. see why everybody enjoyed working for Walt. Yeah. And then uh, 1975, June 28th. This was another good one. Rod Serling. Oh, it's not a good one. Yeah, this isn't good. What <laughs> I are you was talking about? Born. Rod Serling died. That's not good. But Rod Serling's awesome. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Uh, but he, he was died. not old. No, he was 50 years old and died after open heart surgery. Oh, that's terrible. And so Sean thinks it's good. No, no. Rod Serling is good. The death is bad. So, sorry. Nice recovery. <laughs> uh, 1999, June 28th, at Disneyland, a Main Street window is dedicated to the former chairman of the Walt Disney Attractions, Dick Nunes. Nice. So... Um, June 29th, 1908, Disney legend and artist John Hench is born in Cedar Rapids. Uh, he worked on Fantasia, Dumbo, and Make Mine Music. So, uh, 1974, June 29th, the America Sings attraction officially opens to the public at Tomorrowland's Carousel Theater. I wish I could have seen that. I know, that would have been awesome. I've heard the soundtrack many times, and I wish I could have seen that. It would have been fantastic. Yeah. Maybe they could bring it back instead of uh, Launch Bay, but whatever. Are they going to take all the robots back <laughs> that they had in, in uh, the animatronics back in Splash oh, no. Mountain and no, put them back make in? new ones that you, are better. Could you imagine the animatronics <laughs> they could use for that now? Right. Oh, man. That'd be way cool. Uh, in the year 2000, on June 29th, the renovated Chevron Autopia opens at Disneyland. Yay. As well as Disney's uh, Mickey and Friends parking structure, which was one of the largest structures in the United States, holding over 10,000 cars. Wow. So, uh, June 30th, nothing happened that I cared about. <laughs> nice. Um, and then July 1st, 1957, Disneyland's Casa de Fritos opens in a new location. So. That's cool, I guess. That would later um, become Casa Rancho Mexico. del Zocalo. And then Rancho del Zocalo. Uh, 1966, July 1st, the Primeval World debuted at Disneyland on the Disneyland Railroad, which is awesome. I love that. Um, it was originally, I guess I should say that, it's originally made for the 1964-1965 World's Fair. Um, and then they moved it over to Disneyland. Yeah. Which you originally saw at the World's Fair from the seat of a Ford yeah. vehicle. Yes. 
1994, July 1st, the Lion King Celebration Parade debuts at Disneyland. Saw it. We have pictures of that. Yes, we do. Uh, 2004, July 1st, Villain's Lair at Disneyland's Fantasyland closes. Bad decision. Uh, 2010, Disney legend Eileen Woods passes away at age 81. She was the voice of Cinderella. Cool. Both speaking and singing. We actually just got that Blu-ray through uh, the Disney Movie Club yesterday. Uh, 2011, Goofy Sky School officially opens at DCA on July 1st. Mm, No more Mulholland Madness. I like this a lot better. So do I. I I really don't care for the ride because it's just a cookie cutter. It is a cookie cutter. Um, but so was the Malaboomer. The theming's awesome. But now the theming is great. Yeah. I don't think you could ever theme the Malaboomer no. to make it any more appealing. <laughs> and then July 2nd, our last day, 1935, artist John Lounsbury um, was hired at Disney Studio. Uh, he was uh, one of the nine old men, and his starting salary was, tw- well... Yeah, twelve dollars a week. So nice. Twelve times fifty-two, whatever that is, not a whole lot. Well, but at uh, that time, I'm at sure that time it was probably a little probably more. Pretty good. But he had to take a second job at Sears because it was only twelve dollars. I guess it must not have been that much <laughs> even then. Uh, Nineteen fifty-six, July second, the Rainbow Caverns Mine Train attraction opens, um, which would end up becoming. Uh, mine through nature's wonderland. I wish that I could have seen that the way that it originally was. Yeah. Because originally the falls were falling in different colors. Yeah. And they would all go into the pool, but the Imagineers, Claude Coates especially, was the one that worked on this. They found a way to keep the colors from blending together. So so they would just stay in their own (laughs) little area and it's... Something else. Yeah. Um, 1958. This one's a great one for oh, any Disneyland yeah. fans. Maynard Smith, artist, story, storyteller, and of course, the best cast member, was born. So, so happy he's birthday. only like a few weeks older than our father. Yeah. Or younger, not older. Yeah, he would be younger. Uh, so, yeah, Maynard Smith. Well, now I know how old he is. Fantastic individual. I hope he continues working for a long time. Oh, yeah. Uh, 1967, July 2nd, Disneyland's Rocket Jets, People Mover, and General Electric Carousel of Progress, and the Tomorrow Terrace Restaurant all open in the updated Tomorrowland. Awesome. And people still ask that the People Mover come back. Yeah. Still. That, it would be awesome. And I just ask that the rocket jets be put back where they were. (laughs) Let's see. 1993, July 2nd, Aladdin's Oasis opens in Disneyland's Adventureland. Which has lasted a good long time. The Tropical Hideaway. It wasn't functioning most of the time that I knew it, but the signage and everything was there for quite a while. Yeah. Because that just barely got removed for... The new tropical hideaway. Yes. Did you get a chance to go over there and look at that? I did not. You're so enthralled with Star Wars, you didn't uh, even go see it. There was a lot going on. For shame. Uh, There was a couple things I wanted to do that I did not get to do. Yeah, well. 
That's you how were, it goes. You were kind of there for <laughs> a purpose. Um, but before we get into that, let us uh, let you guys know how you can support us. You can do so by... Sorry. You can do so by um, listening every week and uh, sharing the podcast with those that also enjoy it or would enjoy it. Um, and then uh, secondly, you can donate to our Patreon, patreon.com slash word on the main street. You can donate as little as a dollar up to whatever you would like. And it is a monthly donation that just helps us to upgrade the podcast, bring you better content, blah, blah, blah. So there you go. Yeah. Give Boom. us your money. Boom. Dizzle. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then uh, if you want to contact us, there's a couple different ways. Of course, we are on social media. Uh, we're on Instagram, at Word on the Main Street. We're on Twitter, at W-O-T Main Street. And, of course, what did I start with? Instagram. Uh, and, of course, Facebook.com slash Word on the Main Street. Um, you can give us a call. Our phone number is 801-923-923. Two four five five, and um, you can email us. My email is sean s e a n dot w o t m s at gmail dot com, and you can reach me once again at brian. That's b r y a n dot w o t m s at gmail dot com. Awesome, let's do it to it, Lars. I'm feeling skinny, Tony. <laughs> All right, there's a couple of news items that we'd like to go over and then to the trip report. You ready? I'm, I'm just celebrating because we did it. <laughs> we did do it. Uh, Main Street Cinema is back, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Woo! Pat yourself on the back. It was all because of word on the Main oh, Street and its course. listeners <laughs> that this awful decision was reversed. Nothing to do with... The articles on no some other websites nothing like that. I applaud each and every on one of it you, us, our listeners, and you guys. So yeah, Main Street Cinema is back. In fact, I checked it out myself, and it's back, baby. I saw the video. Um, it did seem a little lighter in there, uh, still. Yeah, but uh, I don't remember if they took out the turnstiles before. Oh, did they remove but those? those are gone. I'm actually okay with that. I'm pretty sure they removed them when it turned into a store, but... Yeah. Um, that would make sense, because you wouldn't want turnstiles yeah. to go into a store. Makes that easier um, to get a stroller into as well. That's true. And then they had the curtains pulled open. Oh, not closed. So it was... Maybe that's why it seemed brighter. That's... Not really the lighting itself, but the fact that the curtain was open. Yeah, so that was uh, kind of annoying while you're trying to watch cartoons, but... But it lets people see that there actually is something going on in there. That's the And maybe that will draw people in. The beauty is that there's not a lot of people in there. It's true. (laughs) But if that's getting used, they won't scrap the whole thing altogether. I'll make the compromise. Um, So grad dates were announced for next year. So if you guys are planning a trip next year, you guys can, uh, I guess, work around it. They didn't waste any time getting those put together. They did not. It just barely ended. Um, So you have May 8th, 9th, 15th, 16th, 
20th, 26th, 27th, 29th, 30th, June 2nd, 3rd, 5th, 6th, 10th, 12th, and 13th. And it looks like it's money grab time. No boy. Uh, So, apparently now they have three different grad night packages. I don't know what they were doing before, but I'm pretty sure they weren't doing this. So, the first is obviously the cheapest. You get a ticket into the grad party, which is in California Adventure, from 9 a.m. to... I don't think they give an end time, but it starts at 9 in, nine p.m. The question is, will these people be the first to experience the new... Grad night. Um, oh. Marvel area? Uh, maybe. Or will this all end just in time for them to open that? Who knows? We'll have to see. Um, so... After 9 p.m., the grads will get exclusive access to DCA, so expect the park to close at 9 that night, all those nights, um, over at DCA. Uh, there will be, obviously, special grad entertainment. Uh, they'll have attractions, a party, all that all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, characters dressed in their graduation best. Oh, nice. This is kind of cool. Uh, so then they have a second ticket option, which allows you to be in DCA during the day so as like well the full as the day party. And so, not just. Yeah. So the first one's just the party, and then this one's the full day. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, the third option, you actually get Disneyland all day and DCA all day and the grad night. So, so you can, can basically bounce. Yep. Hmm. Until the party. Then you're stuck at DCA, but... I mean, that gives them the chance to go to Star Wars land, yeah, uh, which is awesome. That's cool. Um, so th- that's grad nights. That's what's going on. If you're planning yeah, a trip, it's kind keep of that a, in mind. a money grab, it looks like. Yeah, it seems like. But it. whatever. That's what Disney does. At least does. it's an after hours thing. At least it's not you know what I mean? taking away from the cinema. Yes. Uh, uh, emotional Whirlwind. I posted on our Instagram. I saw this. A video of them testing it from the Ferris wheel is where I was at. I was sitting there trying to figure out, <laughs> did he get stuck on Incredicoaster <laughs> or is he on the Ferris wheel? But I figured that was probably the more likely option. Yeah. So we were up on the Ferris wheel, stopped at the top. They started testing it. I'm like, got to record this. I thought this. you didn't like that. I don't like the swinging ones. Oh. Um, Swinging ones are the fun ones. I was fine on the regular ones, I think. Because I don't like... There's a park in Utah called Lagoon. I don't really care for that, Ferris wheel. You're very open. You know what I very mean? Very open. I feel like, like you could I could just jump, jump off. out. If you wanted to, you could jump yeah. out. Which is one reason my wife actually won't take our little kids yeah. on there. Because she just envisions in her head that somebody's going to go tumbling right. out. Uh, so I hate that one. But the one in... DCA is all enclosed. It didn't really bother me that much. Yeah. So. Uh, but anyway, um, all that we know more is that it's going to open this month, so June. So yeah. by July it will be open. And from what I've heard, it's a 90-second run time. Yeah, and there's uh, a theme song, I guess, for... There's five music tracks, one for each of the emotions. Huh. 
So I assume your ride will be based on one emotion. I would have just been happy with, like, just the movie music. Right? But it is composed by Michael Giacchino. Who I believe did the music score as well. So it'll yeah. have the same sound. He did the incredible like. score and the yeah. Incredicoaster score. So he's done a lot. Yeah. Uh, sort of California was extended before we move on. <laughs> how amazing does this ride look at night when oh, everything's lit Roland. up? Yeah, it looks, I, I didn't see I it. I know you didn't see it, but I've seen pictures online. But it looks cool. It yeah. looks really all neat the, with uh, all the memory balls lit up. Yeah. Lit up. I think that's really cool. Yeah. I just wish there was some more motion to it. Like the memory balls were all like moving, moving all throughout this. Um, but yeah, emotional whirlwind, AKA the mood swings, the mood swings. All right. Anyway, uh, to uh, sword over California was extended. Apparently it was a big enough hit that they extended it through August. I wish they would just listen to what, I feel like a lot of people have to be saying to have one on one side and one on the other. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's what they'll end up doing. I I really think they should. It's interesting to me that they extended it. Yeah. So, like, obviously people are loving it. Uh Uh-huh. But obviously people have enjoyed World, too, because the line hasn't really died down that much. So why wouldn't you give people the option? Yeah. Just so. call it Soren. We don't we need will, to call it uh, Around the World or California. Exactly. And just say, <laughs> if you want California this side, if you want Around the World this like, side. Do you want an international flight? Oh, international and domestic. domestic. Let's put it that yeah. way. I like that. Be pretty cool. Using um, that flight lingo. But, uh, yeah, we went on that. I had to, you know. Oh, yeah, while you're there. Uh, and it was just so nice to see it again. Yeah. I feel like... All the same smells and everything still going through. In a way... Yeah, they still have the smells. In a way, to me, it looks better. Maybe <laughs> so they... We were, we were talking about... Cleaned up the picture? Uh, so the picture kind of looked old. But what I'm referring to is the new Soren. We were talking about this... Either after we wrote it or before, but like the Eiffel Tower on the new one, like bends. Uh huh. It distorts like, with the screen. But like the California one doesn't feel that way to me. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, I asked for front and center. We got it. Nice. On the top? Yep. Oh, yeah. Awesome. No feet dangling. <laughs> it was fantastic. So uh, if you're going to be there through August, it's there for you. Check it out. Cool. And enjoy it. Let Disney know you love it. Maybe we'll get to keep it. Let them know you want to have both. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then last, before we get into the trip report, Galaxy's Edge is now open to you, to the public, without a reservation, aside from the virtual queue yeah. that you might have to enter. But uh, if it's not busy enough, it looks like they just open it. From what the app yeah. was saying, so, um, and on top of that, the lines look pretty chill for being open to the masses. Yeah, um, they seem to start out high, really high. Yeah, but then cut down as the day goes on. 
Um, yeah, so on Monday, I checked it 15 minutes after open, mm-hmm. and it was 120 minutes. And I checked actually a little bit later, uh-huh. and it was at three hours. Yeah, that's what Sean was saying, too. But then throughout the day, it was consistent between like 40 and 60. Yeah. The last I time like, I looked at it later that day was 45 minutes. I was minutes. like, I'd wait 40 minutes. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, Just go and explore the rest of the land and wait for that to die down. Right. There's um, no re with everything that you have to look at and eat and drink and yes. do. There's no reason why you should have to wait that long yeah. in line. If it's going to cut down, just wait for it. And a nifty tip for you is uh, if you want to do Oga's Cantina starting on Monday, the 24th of June, they allow you to make a reservation on the app or on disneyland.com just like you would make a dining reservation but you can only do it the day of so you can just reserve like a time that you want to go in there so starting at 7 a.m that's cool you can book your time if you have a reservation you don't need a boarding pass oh really okay so that's how that's gonna work just get in the park because i was i was kind of wondering how does one know what time their boarding group's gonna go in but that would make sense so if you're gonna be there during this time so just when it's super busy an oga's reservation instead of getting a boarding pass that's what i would do that way you know you're gonna get into oga's yeah as long as there's a reservation available i'm sure they go quick well but just hop on first thing in the morning and but uh get on there yeah so then you can just explore the land the rest of the time you're in there oh yeah all right you all ready for this oh i'm ready i've (laughs) I've been waiting to talk about this since it opened so now the question is do you want to hear the whole day or just galaxy's edge let's talk galaxy's edge right now i think that's what the the masses are crying out for masses calm down here we go. I, th- I think this is what we've all been waiting for. We know you went and saw all, <laughs> all this stuff, but you didn't go to Tropical Hideaway, I so did not. we don't need to hear about anything else. No. Except <laughs> I did try some, some things, but... Uh, yeah. Well, right. Let's see how long this takes us, and then if yeah. we've got time after, we can talk about that, or we can run it into the yeah. next episode. So, let us begin yes. our journey through Galaxy's Edge. So our reservation was 5 to 9 p.m. Um, I was a little worried because in Utah, 9 p.m., it's barely getting dark. Right? Yeah. But in California, as I was flying in around 9 o'clock, um, it was pretty dark. <laughs> so I'm like, awesome. I'm going to see Galaxy's Edge both in that's the day the nice and thing. night. That's the nice thing about where you're at in the Pacific time zone. It's on such... It's on the eastern side of it, so uh-huh. it's about the same as what it would be at home. Yeah, but an hour earlier, which is yeah. great. Um, so, anyway, uh, we had to go get our wristbands uh, over at the uh, Path, not Path of the Jedi. Over at Launch Bay. Launch Bay. Uh, so we went in there, and we grabbed them. They didn't even check our IDs. Really? So I was like, I could have grabbed a random person for a third person. Yeah. Been like, you want to go to Star Wars land? But anyway. Because Sean was kind enough to get me a spot, yes. but I was unable <laughs> to make that happen. Yes. I want um, to wait and go with my oldest especially. So they told us that for the reservation period, you had to enter over by the Hungry Bear. Mm-hmm. 
there's three points of entry, but just for this reservation period, they were use a lot, utilizing only that entrance. Gotcha. Um, Could you exit control. through any of them? Yes. Gotcha. Uh, so we got there probably at like 4.45-ish, and we were just waiting there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was hot and humid. <laughs> it was more just humid, which made it hot. Yeah. But, uh, but we were far enough in that you could start hearing just the sounds. Yeah. That's so got to be enough to keep you excited so whether it's like, humid this or is not. already awesome. The light fixtures, like the lampposts, just look awesome yeah there's freaking lampposts um and that's over by where rise of the resistance is Mm -hmm. so we passed so they finally let us in five o'clock they kind of guided us in um and we passed the rise of the resistance queue and it looks so awesome yeah (laughs) so there's like uh at the front of the queue for that there's a blaster it's like pointing up. Oh, and it like just a looks awesome. ion cannon. Yes, that's it, cool. It looks so cool. Uh, but there's just a bunch of trees and vegetation, and you can hear like creatures in there. And, that's cool. Um, like almost like crickets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like you go, you you pass that area, and that's when you start getting into like Black Spire Outpost. Uh-huh. Like, all the stores and everything. Uh, we came up, and then on your left, I think, was the uh, the marketplace area. Mm-hmm. And then on the right, it was just kind of walkway. But, like, the decor is just insane. Like, Looks I was like just you like, walked right into a Star like, Wars like movie. I, I did not feel like I was at Disneyland. Yeah. Which I thought was awesome. Which I feel like is what they're trying to do. They're but, trying to I transport you. should be. Yeah. Um, I was telling somebody that, and they're like, but I, I, I'm at Disneyland. I want to feel like I'm at Disneyland. We'll be in Disneyland. And I'm then. like, I was saying, you have the magic of Disney. It's yeah. the Disney magic. You feel like you're there. Well, the other thing is if you want to feel like you're in Disneyland, you can. You yeah. can stay in Disneyland. And But I'm like, yes, it's Star Wars, but it's Disney magic. Yeah. Like, yes, there's no Mickey Mouse. Yes, you can't hear anything in Disneyland. They're so good with sound. You can't see anything in Disneyland. They're so good with sound. The it's insane. I was just like transported. Not not to once did you hear the Mark Twain whistle? I heard nothing. Really? Yeah. Because that's just on the other side of those <laughs> mountains. Know. So that's impressive. I didn't hear the train, I didn't hear anything. Wow. I, that's awesome. Um, I thought for sure you'd be able to hear the Mark Twain <laughs> over on the other side. That's awesome. Yeah, that was, makes me happy. It was insane. Um, I'm going to try and pull up some pictures to jog my memory of the order of things, but I guess that's not the important thing. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to think. Should we talk about the marketplace? So I'm going to continue on with the environment. Okay. Uh, so the environment was insane. Like I was saying with the sound, mm-hmm. you could hear creatures and stuff. Um, there was a point. We were waiting in line for Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquities. Uh-huh. So it was a small line. They don't want it overcrowded in there, but I heard a ship just go over us. Uh-huh. And I like look up because it, it like, sounded sounds like, like something's flying above cool. you. 
And the guy behind me is like, that's awesome, isn't it? And I was like, yeah. That is so cool. From um, what I had heard, like, I know that they've got the sounds there, but uh, I think they're actually trying to get drones, um, drones to be able to fly over that to look like too, ships. Which would be awesome. Oh, yeah. Like, that noise, I <laughs> I was expecting to see something yeah. up there. That's it was cool. insane. Uh, and then one thing that impressed me was just, like, like I said, the the lampposts were cool, but like in the marketplace and whatnot, they have like wires coming down, and obviously there's lamps uh-huh. hanging all around. Some of the lamps are like an R two droid helmet. Oh, really? <laughs> like the other ones, um, can't remember the droid name. It's the weird looking one. It's kind of like this trapezoid head. Aren't those R fours? I can't remember. I want to say it's an R four. The droid that they were going to get before yeah. R2-D2. And then it and then had they, a bad motivator. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And then they chose R2-D2. Yep. Um, so that was awesome. And then there was like uh, a little place where it looked like somebody was doing woodwork. And they had a kiln. And the kiln was an R2 body. That's cool. <laughs> and I was just like, this is so cool. Yeah, because it's just like scrap, basically. It was all me. scrap. Everything looked... So, like, used and lived in and damaged. It was insane. And there were, like, holes in the wall where it looked like lasers had shot in the in the walls and stuff. Um, but, yeah, it was insane. Yes, the yeah, R4. R4 series. So it was just kind of cool that they were, like, utilizing old droid parts. That's cool. For different decor. Um we walked by a full-size X-Wing. I think it's Poe's X-Wing. That was cool. The bluish yeah. one? Yeah. Um, we walked by, like, this garage that had Luke's land speeder and, like, one of the land speeders from Endor. Is it Endor? The speeder bike? Speeder bike, yeah. yeah. It was just awesome. And they'd, like, fire up and you'd hear noises. That's cool. And they had... Oh, but anyway, the environment's just awesome. That's cool. Looks, looks real. <laughs> looks old. Looks used. It's just Disney's awesome. good at that. They uh, this good is at like that. on another level. <laughs> like, I don't know. I haven't been to Avatar Land. I don't know what that's like. Yeah, but, like I've I, heard the same things from that though. Like it's incredible. Like I try and think of the most like immersive things they've done. So obviously in Disneyland you've got. Like Indiana Jones and Cars Land. Uh-huh. And you think of like how awesome those look. Yeah. This is like way above. You feel like that's like more impressive than Cars oh, Land? Yeah. Really? Because I'm blown away by Cars Land every time I walk in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, what did you say you wanted to hear about next? The I would like to hear about the marketplace. The marketplace is cool. That's probably like the busiest feeling area and it should if it's a marketplace and this is the thing i really liked is nothing is like there's no sign uh-huh. for anything like over at doc ondar's it doesn't say doc ondar's den of antiquities yeah on a sign there's a rock where it looks like doc ondar's engraved into it uh-huh. that's it and everything's in the language there that's awesome all in arabic um, Arabesh, yes. Uh, the cantina is not really labeled. Like um, the the smugglers run 
It doesn't say smugglers run, obviously. Uh-huh. There's a sign that says pilots needed. Uh-huh. And then it says standby, whatever, wait, and then single rider. That's cool. But like the only reason you know it's there is because there's a big fat Millennium Falcon uh-huh. sitting right there, which I had to hold back, like I'm choking up. Oh, I probably just, will lose it when I see that. Like just seeing that in person, full size. Yeah. It was just insane. Um, but yeah, the marketplace seemed really busy, which is great. And that's where you get like all your food and drink, right? Uh, not Other than Ogas. Uh, so in in the marketplace, it's more, you have the popcorn stand in there, uh-huh. which only serves that nasty popcorn. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Sean brought me back <laughs> a little sampling bag of this. Popcorn that's like a cinnamon grape mix. Yeah. And it's kind of awful. <laughs> it's weird. At first, I was like, yeah, okay. And I think because we recorded footage for YouTube, yeah. which I'm going to edit hopefully this week. And I'll get that up. But I'm like, yeah, this is pretty good. <laughs> but then after a while, you're like, yeah. I don't know how you got that far. I think I was excited. <laughs> that's probably got to be part of it. In my mind, you brought I this in, and good. I tried a handful, and this, ugh, not my thing. But uh, yeah, they have the popcorn stand, which is I got the popcorn bucket mm-hmm. with the popcorn, and it's twenty bucks. I mean, it's not like outrageous. Uh-huh. I feel like other popcorn buckets are more like twenty five, uh-huh. thirty bucks. So that was nice. It's that little robot. Can't yeah. remember the name of it um, right now, but it's the one that goes around on the floor. Like an MSE yeah. or something. Um, but yeah, that was awesome. So I got one of those. Um, and you can get those thermal detonator drinks at the popcorn stand as well. Um, but yeah, that's basically just an area where you shop. They've got the animal, um, the critter store there. Um, and each thing in the critter store is like interactive, I guess. Like, so all the critters you can buy do something. Uh huh. You know what I mean? So, um, I can't remember what it's called. It's one of those things that chased Han in the new Star Wars in the Falcon. You know those weird like tentacle creatures. In the new one? Yeah. In Solo? No. No, 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 no. <laughs> In the... Oh, 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 oh. Was it episode um, seven? Yeah. Yeah, it was seven. The Wrath Tars. Yeah, so they have little ones of those. Um, I think they just kind of, like, vibrate. Gotcha. Bounce around, and then, like, you'll see on the video, but Sean's got... I can't... I don't even know what creature this is, but you squeeze it, and its tongue comes out and back in. When you squeeze it, uh, there was another one. I think it's the creature that's drinking the water when um, uh, Finn Uh is, like, super thirsty. Yeah. But you just squeeze it, and it makes, like, some weird, like, sound. Oh, really? Um, I'm trying to think about it. Uh, On display, they have a baby um, uh, rancor. No, it's not rancor. I can't think of the name right now. Rancor's the one in Java's no, Palace. No, 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 no. It's the one that eats you for a thousand years. 
the Sarlacc. Sarlacc. It's there's a baby Sarlacc on display, and it's like nice. moving around. You can see like below. Wait, I think I've seen that really in the cool. video online. <laughs> yeah. Like they show you like what's on the surface, and then down below there's this. Yeah. Like so, that was really cool to see. And there was like a snail in another one that uh-huh. like looks at you. It's kind of cool. And then they have like in the middle of the store, they've got a cage, and it's like this little fox thing that's sleeping. And you can see it breathing, and it looks real. The uh-huh. face is weird, but it looks real. Huh. So that's when, that's in there. You can get Black Spire Outpost merch. Uh, the cool thing there is nothing says Star Wars. I don't even think anything says Galaxy's Edge. Which is good. It just, if it's I mean, labeled, it says Black Spire Outpost. Yeah. Which, which it I think be. is awesome. You're in Star Wars. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't be reading anything that says Star Wars. Yeah. So that's awesome. Um, so basically in there, they've just got a bunch of merch. So there's the popcorn stand, creatures, and then different merch shops. Um, and they also have the stand where you can buy uh, Salacious Bee Crumb that uh, sits on your shoulder. Yeah. Uh, the, the cast member there showed me how it worked. Uh-huh. She told me that he's got a little leash that you can control him with. That's cool. I like that she said that. Leash yeah. instead of, you know, got a remote. Here's a tube with yeah. a remote. <laughs> but you can make him laugh and turn his head. <laughs> does um, it make the sound effect? I think the laugh does, but it's kind of quiet. Um, <laughs> That's great. But that those are $75. Oh. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'll pass this time. But yeah. Next time when I can actually Holy cow. have time to save a little more. Yeah. Uh, then I'll. Probably build a droid or oh, something. Oh man! Uh, but Every time I hear more prices, I just think, man, <laughs> I'm gonna have to save a fortune before we go next. So they've got shirts. You can buy Jedi robes there. You can buy Can't shirts that are inspired by that kind of look like Ray's shirt. Mm-hmm. You can wear those. Yeah, which is kind of cool. Um, but that's pretty much it in the marketplace. Okay. The bathrooms are located in there. Those so are cool. So I hear that the cast members don't call them bathrooms. Yeah, yeah nobody. I never asked for a you bathroom. You never asked about that? Uh, I but, can't remember what the terminology was for it, but. Yeah. I have no idea, but they would always say like um, bright suns, uh-huh. which is like good day. Yeah. Uh, when it started getting darker, they said rising moon. Uh-huh. Which means like, good evening, um, and then I think bright uh, rising suns is good morning, but we weren't there for that. And then bright suns is like midday. Yeah, uh, so that was kind of cool. Uh, everything was in credits, so they would say that's seventy five credits. I was like, ah, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> um, I actually let's see. I have a receipt from Black Spire Outpost. Oh boy, doesn't. So all the receipts say Disney see Disney Parks. Your receipts from Black Spire at the top say Black Spire Outpost, which I thought was awesome. I feel like this should say credits instead, instead of, of dollars. Cash. Yeah, I know. Um, but that's cool. Yeah. So, um, so that's the marketplace. The bathrooms were cool. Even the bathrooms are like incredibly thinned. I feel like. They should have in like one of the bathrooms uh-huh. or in each bathroom, maybe have one that like looks like it's out of order 
and all of it, like every once in a while, the um, thing that's in the trash compactor yeah. in New Hope just pops its head out, looks around, and then goes back well, down. Well, uh, let me tell you about that. That would be cool. Uh, he does make an appearance. Oh. But not in the bathroom. I think that would be great, But though. in the bathroom, you can hear, like, you hear sounds, and, like, it sounds like there's things going on. Oh, really? Uh, but the bathrooms are incredibly themed. It's it's awesome. That's cool. Um, I just walked in there. I didn't film it, because you can't. <laughs> Don't film in the bathroom. Yeah, that's just weird. <laughs> so I just went and checked it out, because Sean's like, the bathrooms are even themed. So I went in there to, That's cool. to see. But um, So outside those bathrooms in the marketplace, there's a drinking fountain. <laughs> and above the drinking fountains, there's like this nasty looking water. And like, at least when I was done drinking, it like bubbled up. So it almost looked like I was drinking out of that water, which was kind of gross. Yeah. Uh, but I was just like looking because I could see something in there. And then all of a sudden an eye pops up uh-huh. and like looks around. It was awesome. That's so cool. Like it looked legit. And then it just went back down into the water. That's uh, cool. So that's awesome. I'm glad they did something like that. That yeah. makes me happy. Yeah. So that's basically the marketplace. Cool. Um, we didn't go into the cantina, so I can't talk about that. Okay. Um, because it was about a two-hour wait to get your reservation. Gotcha. So I've heard a lot about Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquities. I've yes. heard that's a very cool store to go that into. That is awesome. Um, so we looked around a lot in there. We had to wait in line to get in because it's a popular store. Mm-hmm. Like I said, they don't want to overcrowd it. But uh, you get in, and it's I guess it's in a circular shape. Then they have stairs that go up, and up in there is a bunch of junk. And it's just a bunch of, like, Mandalorian helmets and different Star Wars memorabilia up there. I was going to say, I've heard that there's a lot of, like, legit Star Wars stuff up um, there. I think they even have, you know, the Mandalorian, like, skeleton Oh, logo. like the like thing you see the on skeleton, like the logo, like hanging up. I don't remember if it was in Doc Ondar's uh-huh. or somewhere else, but they have that on display. That's cool. <laughs> um, even I know in Doc Ondar's they have different creatures' heads mounted. Yeah, I've noticed that in cool. some videos. Uh, and they have the Ark of the Covenant up in the junk. Really? <laughs> it's like hidden behind a couple really? things. Really? That's funny. But you can see like the birds on it. Angels. Is it the angels? Yeah, yeah. the wings come yeah, out. Yeah, the wings. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not birds. <laughs> They're like birds. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so you can see the golden Ark of the Covenant, which uh-huh. is awesome. I think it's funny that it's that up there. That is cool. Well, it's all Lucasfilm. And yeah. You Indiana had to have Jones. it, right? Yeah. You had to have some Indiana Jones reference. Because I'm pretty sure that Indiana Jones references Star Wars, the sure. movies. Yeah. There's like hieroglyphs and it's R2D2 and C3PO. But anyway, <laughs> the animatronic in there is insane. Doc Ondar is in there. Uh-huh. And he it's like keep he's like keeping inventory. Uh-huh. He goes up and counts some stuff. But it look it moves so smoothly. Did you have any interaction so with good. Doc? No, he just does his thing. Yeah. Um, it seems like sometimes when you're like purchasing things, though, at least from some videos uh, that I've seen, like he'll interact with like the purchase. Yeah, it's possible. I didn't 
purchase anything from Doc Ondors. Gotcha. Uh, that is where you can get like the Jedi. It's not a Jedi cube. The holocron. Holocron. Or you can get the Sith holocron. Uh, those were cool. Um, but also kind of weird. Don't those have <laughs> the kyber crystals in them as well? Yeah. And you can put different kyber crystals in it to yeah. get different messages and whatnot. Which is kind of awesome. Yeah. Uh, that's definitely a more nerdy item. Yeah. Like, I feel like you got to be deeper into Star Wars than just the regular uh-huh. Star Wars person to want that. Yeah. But, but they looked cool. Um, I'm trying to think of what else was in there. It was just cups and stuff yeah. like that. So just another merch store. But having Doc Ondar in there and that animatronic. Yeah. Is just amazing. I, the the funny thing is, I've watched these Star Wars movies forever, and I've never understood how Athorians talked. But then, after seeing the animatronic and seeing the side yeah, of him, so weird. I realize how because like those lips would move. Yeah, and they move. I don't know. It was and just they're just off to the so side because you would always see as a as a kid. I would always see the the face would come out and then turn up. up. Yeah, but there was never a mouth because you never saw that side. In the movies, so now I <laughs> how understand <does> <laughs> how the Athorians talk. Makes sense now. Uh, but that store's cool. Outside, they've got, like, uh, a big statue. Uh, there's, like, a Jedi bust out there. And then just some, like, there's, like, cargo just sitting out everywhere. Cool. Um, but anyway, that was Doc Ondar's. I'm trying to think of where else we went. Docking Bay 7 is where we had dinner. Uh-huh. I had the Endorian Tip Yip. Okay. And, uh, Sean Rapier had the Kadu Ribs. We should have had the man on the main street <laughs> join us we tonight to talk have. about this. Because he, he was telling me, he's like, I'm not as big of a Star Wars fan as you, so I feel like you're wasting a ticket on me. But like he was blown away. I was going to say, every time I saw him on you guys' videos, he seemed very... Oh, yeah. Uh, like I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. Seemed very excited. Yeah, enthusiastic. He looked like he enjoyable. was enjoying himself. Uh, it it's awesome. Um, we're at an hour already. Oh so wow! I'll try and, and we haven't even got to smugglers on. <laughs> I'll try and hurry, but. Um, so anyway, how was the tip yip? Tip yip was really good. Um, it's uh, meat that's very similar to chicken. Uh-huh. Tastes a lot like chicken. Um, that's what they tell you. Yeah. You're like, what's tip yip? Well, it tastes a lot like chicken. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's like rectangular cube thing. Like it looks spacey. Uh-huh. Uh, and then it's on a bed of mashed potatoes and it's got peas and carrots mixed into the mashed potatoes. Cool. And then a gravy. Sounds and almost like a shepherd's pie almost. Yeah. And the spices were different though. Like I couldn't put my finger on what kind of spices I was tasting, uh-huh. but uh, it's definitely different than what I was expecting, uh-huh. but good. Well, that's good. Um, which is where I got the Tasani water, mm-hmm. which is cool looking. Um, and Sean really liked the ribs, but he said they were spicy. Oh, really? So just I be know what I'm getting. aware I'm gonna if get you don't the like Kadu spice. Ribs. Uh, but the Kadu ribs come with the blueberry uh, cornbread. Ooh. Um, and that sounds similar to kind of the thing that Ray made at the beginning of Last Jedi. Yeah. Uh, and I think it had some slaw with it. That sounds good. It looked really good. I think I'll get that. Um, but yeah, uh, that's what we had there. 
Um, what else do I need to talk about? Blue milk. Blue milk. Oh, yeah. I know. Did you try green milk as well? <laughs> I didn't try the green. Okay, so let's hear about blue milk. So I'll just tell you the difference between the two because I had heard that there's not a difference. So I asked her, what is the difference between blue and green? Is it just the color? She said, no. Blue is more tropical, like dragon fruit. Mm. Uh, green is citrus. Okay, gotcha. So I had the blue milk. Sean had the citrus, uh, the green milk. He loved it. Yeah. Um, I loved mine. You guys are close enough that you couldn't try each other. Yes, we could have. <laughs> Nobody offered. <laughs> um, but that blue it is so good. It's like a smoothie. Uh huh. Um, obviously, it melted a little bit, so I did yeah. get to drink it like milk. Um, for part of it, but it is so good. I mean, you get a, the cups probably, how many inches would you say this is? I don't know. It's not huge. Five or six. And it's about seven or eight bucks. Is it like a solo cup? <laughs> um, not what I was going for there, but that is kind of funny. What do you mean solo cup? Like just like the red solo cups. Obviously uh, not red, but... Probably a little smaller. A little smaller than a solo cone? Yeah. I mean, you can see the picture on our Instagram in comparison to my hand. It's yeah. not, like, huge. Um, I would say maybe 8 ounces, 10 ounces. Gotcha. It's not a whole lot. Maybe, like, a can of soda size. Uh-huh. Uh, but so good. I would buy it again. It's worth it. Uh, they have a souvenir milk. It's like a milk... What do you call it? Bottle? Yeah. A milk bottle. <laughs> that has like a picture of the head of the yeah. beast that yeah. milk luked, or um, not milk luked, wow, Luke <laughs> milked in the uh, <laughs> latest Star Wars film. Yeah, so. Uh, it was very unappetizing. That was $25. You get a lot more in I it. I heard it lit up though. It does light up. You get a lot more in that than you do in the so regular cup. So if you cup. want more and you get to keep a cup, that sounds like it I don't know what the Could refill cost it. is, but yeah, Sean's like, do you think they're making a profit on that? <laughs> I would probably go for that just to be able yeah. to get more of it I and have a souvenir. Yeah. It just seemed like, because I didn't know it lit up before I bought it. Uh-huh. Not that that would change much for me, but it just seemed like a cheap plastic souvenir. Yeah. Um, but that was so good. I mean, it looks unappetizing because you see these, like, balls that have the milk in them uh-huh. that are hanging around, and it just looks so gross. Yeah. But it's Kind of so, like you're drinking so fountain good. water. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really good. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else before I should before I go into Yeah, I think we need to end on Smuggler's Run. Smuggler's so if there's anything run, else you want to... Uh, we'll just go on to Smuggler's Run. Because I can't okay. think of anything else. You, from what it sounded like, you guys got to ride this a few times. Yeah, five times. Did you guys get to do each position? Yes, we did. Nice. So um, tell us a little bit about. So I'll talk the about our first one, and then I'll elaborate. But the first time we rode, we pulled out our data pads, which you get on the, da- uh, uh-huh. the Play Disney app. And uh, when you're in the vicinity of the ride, you can accept. A job from Hondo mm-hmm. Onaka. Is that his name? Okana Onaka? I think, I think it's, it's Onaka. Onaka. I think I said Adonta last <laughs> time we recorded, and that is not it. That would be Yondu Adonta. Yeah. So um, Hondo uh, Onaka, I think, is what it is. Yeah, so Hondo 
offers you a job on your data app and you can accept it. So this is what you do in line to like pass the pass time. the time. The wait was about twenty five when we got on, which isn't bad. Sean's like, "Do you want a single ride?" And I'm like, "No, not for the first time." Do you feel like? Because I feel like in the rest of the park, when they say a certain time on the front, it's usually less than that. Yeah, it like felt they try a to less overshoot than 25. it. Okay. Uh, so, um, so we're on the app, and he gives you a false identity, like a new identity. Mm-hmm. You have to like memorize it, and then he asks you questions to make sure you know your fake identity. So that way, if you get stopped by the Empire—not the Empire, but there is yeah. not resistance, the First Order. You yeah. can validate your story. Yeah, so you do that, and then when you're in a different area, he does, has a different thing for you to do, mm-hmm. um, things to look for. But anyway, we didn't do a whole lot of that, but you want to accept that job because uh-huh. that's how you'll get your credits. If you don't accept the job, you won't get your credits on your app. Uh-huh. Um but anyway, so we were doing that. Um, we've got a lot of video of the queue, which we'll put up. If you haven't seen, I mean, there's YouTube videos everywhere. Yeah. And I'm sure you've seen it. If you're interested in it, you've probably watched a video. Yeah. But it looks great. It, everything like, I've seen. See, now, it's now I, I've seen up to Hondo. Uh-huh. But I before you had gone live through the rest of, like, walking through the corridors of yeah. the falcon i'd never seen that yeah and i was blown away oh, so amazing. to see how detailed that was yeah so if you go single rider you're gonna miss this but after some of the line you get into the hondo room uh-huh uh and he addresses you tells you what's going on uh chewy's on the screen and he's talking to chewy that animatronic is out of this world do the Pun videos intended. even do it? Jo- <laughs> do the videos do it justice? I say like, not. Do you feel like it's something you have to really see you in person to, to fully it. like? Yeah, you're gonna want to go through the standby line. I yeah. recommend doing that before you do any single rider. Any single rider, because you're gonna miss a ton of stuff. Okay, uh, but that animatronic is insane. That whole room is just nuts. Like while he's talking to you, the Falcon flies in and lands. And it just, uh, like, it looks like a window behind it. Uh-huh. And you just see it come in. That's awesome. Uh, I have chills right now talking yeah. about it. But after that, he sends you in. You get your position. They hand you cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's six cards because there's six people yeah. that will be in a team. And they're color-coded. So your whole team will be yellow, uh-huh. we'll say. Uh, so... The first job I got was engineer. Sean got engineer. Um, but then somebody wanted to trade, so I got pilot. Uh-huh. And Sean was still an engineer. Um, so which pilot were you? I was the co-pilot, I believe. Were you the I was left down? Right. You were left right. So I didn't get to do uh, light speed as that pilot. Gotcha. Which made me sad. But anyway, uh, so you go into... Like, the, the I don't want to say the main area, but it is the main area. It's where Hollow Chess is. Uh-huh. Like, it's just this open room. Like the galley. And there's the... a ton of people. Well, not a ton of people in there, but there's a few different teams in there. Uh-huh. And you can just take pictures in there while you wait for Do them they, to call you. And they don't crowd it so much that you can't really. No. 
That's cool. It's awesome. They regulate it really nice. Um, I was over by some buttons and some alarm went off and I pushed the buttons. This was after I had ridden it before. Uh The buttons light up with a green like border. Uh I pushed those and the guy ran out and he's like, oh, you fixed it. (laughs) You must uh, have been an engineer before. That's awesome. Uh, So that was cool. Uh, But yeah, definitely an iconic room. Uh Uh-huh. A lot of photo ops, if you know that area really well, uh, from the movies. But then they call, they say yellow team. Uh, and so you gather and they ask what your positions are. And then you get in. They set you up based on your position. Mm-hmm. And then they escort you to uh, right before the cockpit which is where there's a TV and Hondo addresses you uh-huh. and tells you what's going on, what you need to do. See, and I think that's where I saw you go live at was, was so getting cool. ready to go into the cockpit. Yeah. Uh, and then we went to the cockpit and holy crap, <laughs> like just seeing that cockpit, I was just like, this yeah, is I would, I will probably tear up. Um, so yeah, uh, there's a photo of me that Sean took on the first because he was engineer, I was uh-huh. so I turned around and I was just like, ah. anyway, it is amazing. Um, from what I understand, you can get up to five coaxium, which mm-hmm. is what you're going after. Yeah. Um, and I was a little taken back by <laughs> just the controls uh-huh. at first. Oh, I'm sure. Because you start going up, and then I like just moved it to check, and like you really do control the that's awesome the Falcon. So. So I was left to right, the other guy was up and down, and you just chase after this train, try and steal the coaxium. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, there's so many little things that can change based on what you're doing. Uh-huh. Like, one time we went into an asteroid field. That didn't happen some of the other times. Gotcha. And I don't know why. So it's not always the exact same thing every time, uh, depending on how you I think the better you, you do, it. the more you do. That's cool. The worse you do, the quicker you're done. Yeah. Um, but that was awesome. Uh, we always got two coaxium. Never got more. Yeah, <laughs> never got less. Um, but yeah, after you're done, you, you go back to Black Spire, you land, and he tells you like how you did, uh-huh. what you did right, what you did wrong, and then he awards you credits. And then it shows how many he took away for the damage mm-hmm. you caused to the ship, um, which is insane. Then after you get off, you look at your data pad, and it says Hondo has awarded you with these credits. Uh-huh. And you accept them. And it, it was just awesome. What was awesome was the second time we went on, we were at that point where he addresses you on the TV mm-hmm. before you go into the cockpit. And he's like, all right. Uh, it's not word for word, but he's like, all right, a new flight crew. And some, and uh, two of you have been here before. And it was just weird. That's like, cool. We're like, like, that's so weird that uh, it changes it, based on. So it realizes when you're back. Yeah. As long as you're accepting those jobs. That's it, so cool. So that's how it keeps track of you. But yeah, that was awesome. I got to do pilot twice. So I did the first one. And then the next time I did pilot, I was the other pilot. Uh-huh. So you did so end up to getting do, to do the hyperdrive. Which I did on Instagram Live, I think. 
Can't remember. I don't remember. Mine was I was I was outdoor dashing that day, <laughs> so I was in an area where my signal wasn't the strongest, yeah. so I was cutting in and out. So, so uh, that was awesome. Um, gunner, you can set your gun to automatic or manual. If you uh-huh. do automatic, you have one button. You can hold it, uh-huh. uh, or, or you can push it. Uh, Sean got told, because <laughs> he was trying to tell somebody else that was Gunner after him uh-huh. how to do it. It's like, you can just hold the button down, and it just shoots. <laughs> And the uh, worker was like, yeah, and that's why your accuracy sucks. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> and then after we got off the ride, that worker was in the exit and uh, taunted Sean again about it. That's funny. I was like, this is awesome. I love it. And the workers, like, it, it reminds me of Tower of Terror and Guardians, how they're themed to the ride. Uh-huh. And they're very much involved in the experience. their attitude is based on the ride. That's cool. So, like, all these people... They want you to get your job done and get out, like, and that's how they treat you. That's cool, and it's awesome. Um, but uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah, I was going through the positions. Uh-huh. So gunner. So obviously I did manual because I don't want to do automatic. Yeah. So you get three buttons. The top button shoots higher, middle button shoots middle, and then lower button shoots okay, lower. Cool. So based on the targets you're trying to shoot, uh-huh. you hit those buttons. And obviously, you want to only shoot when when there's something to when shoot. There's at. something to shoot, as Sean found out. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, your accuracy drops. Yeah. So that was awesome. Uh, that was a lot of fun. But I actually think I enjoyed engineer the most out of all of them. Yeah. Really. Which is the position I was like, who wants to be an engineer? Yeah. Everybody wants to either shoot or fly. Yeah. Uh, but. You're fixing everyone else's mistakes. Gotcha. And where Sean was not a good pilot, <laughs> uh, there was a lot of like fixing to do. Uh-huh. And so every time you crash into something, you have to like hit the buttons that you need to hit. Uh-huh. And it's very like, I don't know. I've heard people have a hard time concentrating on the buttons and what you're. Yeah. Because they want to enjoy. But. But I feel I like that so, makes the experience. Yeah, like I was so into it. Everybody's yelling at each other yeah. in the cockpit, which is so much fun. See, and that's what I would like. That makes me think Star Wars, like Han yelling at Luke yeah. or whatever to do something. Yeah. Or Chewie even. Yeah. So that was awesome. I mean, like you'd blow something up. Like we blew something up uh-huh. really big. And I was like, woo! You know, yeah. like it was just. See, and if I would have like heard, if I, into it. if I would have been there and heard you do that, I would have had to have done the Han Solo <laughs> line. Great kid, don't get cocky. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, and the people you go with definitely make it. I don't want to say they break it, they can break it, but. Yeah. Like you get really good people, you're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah. You got to have a group that's going to be as into it as you are. Yeah. And so. We seem to really try and uh, interact with our people we were with, uh-huh. just so that everybody was comfortable with each yeah. other. So when it came uh, time to actually get yeah. down and do the, the work, that yeah, so it was a lot of fun. That's cool. Um, and I mean, we were on a ride with a little kid. She was so scared <laughs> to be the gunner. Yeah, but she did it. I mean, I think she probably did automatic. Yeah. She was just fine. <laughs> it's not as intense as Star Tours. 
Like the motion? The motion. Uh, but the experience is way more. So do you feel like the screen has any kind of distortion? Nope. So it Which looks, I'm shocked about. It feels like you're just in the cockpit and yeah. it's all just happening. Oh, yeah. You're, you feel like you're like in space you doing all this. through the windows and it, like you don't see an edge of a screen That's or awesome. anything. It's, I, I don't know how they do it exactly. <laughs> now, do you feel like when you're called up to do your job, yeah. like obviously there's not just one cockpit. No. Do you feel like you are the cat, yep. like the crew of the Falcon? Yes. And there's nobody else? Yes. So it's not like Star Tours when you get up to the boarding area and you can see all the different gates? Nope. Nope. It's just your exit. That's cool. <laughs> like your exit might end up merging with somebody else's exit. Uh-huh. But like, I'm never like, oh, they just got off the yeah. other one. I just... I get off my That's cool. And I feel like I just flew the Falcon by myself yeah. with my crew. That's cool. And we did our job, got the coaxium, got home. And what's funny is after you get out, like, some of the stuff will be, like, sparking and whatnot. Uh-huh. And there's a voice, and it's like, you guys better get this fixed before the, before the um, Wookiee finds out. <laughs> Nice. And so it like, feels like you just landed, and there's damage to the ship, and somebody better fix it. That's cool. So it's just it's awesome. Um, Everything's just themed so I'm well. I'm excited to see all this in person. Oh, yeah. But by the time I go, I'll be able to ride both attractions. Hopefully. <laughs> no, I will. By the time I go, I'm not going this year. So, But I think whether you're into Star Wars or not, you're going to be blown away. Well, obviously, because I know that Sean Rapier isn't the biggest Star Wars guy. Like, yeah. He's not as excited, I'm sure, as you and I have been this entire time. Yeah, I was like, I told him, like, I might, like, shed a tear. Yeah. I might cry when I see the Falcon. Like, I'm very excited for this. Yeah. He kept saying that he felt bad that it, he was wasting a, a ticket, but I'm like, dude, you're, you're going to love it. Yeah. And he did. That's cool. <laughs> I'm excited to see it. Like, I had seen videos, I'd seen pictures, mm-hmm. but it does not... Doesn't beat doesn't seeing do it, it justice. in person. Yeah. Cool. So, glad anyway, that. that's... Uh, there you go. Cool. Sounds good. We're 20 minutes over. <laughs> that's all right. Hopefully, I think... uh, the information was good. Oh, I, I got a, a text message from a mutual friend of ours, Tom Sheridan, who oh, is yeah. going to be heading down that way around the 4th of July and oh, was nice. wanting Galaxy's Edge information. So there you I'll go. have to text him tonight <laughs> and say, hey, check tomorrow for the new episode. Yeah. I'm going to talk all about it. So. And of course, Tom, you can reach out to me. With any yeah. questions. Sean was the one that was there, so if you've got any questions, he's going to be the one to ask, because I don't really know other than what I've heard and seen. Yeah. Um, and based on what I've seen for Q's since it opened to everybody, like, if you want to go, go. Yeah. If you can go, go. Yeah. Don't go get in line for Smuggler's Run right away. No, but... Uh, take your time. Go Enjoy check the land. out. It's awesome, even without the um, Rise of the Resistance. It felt big. Like, That's it felt cool. like there's just stuff to do. 
this this gets me really excited because listening to you talk about Smuggler's Run uh, and knowing that's not the big e-ticket attraction, and it's still that. Oh yeah, immersive and amazing. I cannot wait for Rise I, of the Resistance. The, I'm excited to see what that's going to bring. Oh for sure. So we'll have to keep uh, keep our eyes on YouTube yes. for some of those videos. So definitely. Uh, Start booking your trips. Get away today. Yep. Main Use Street 10. Promo code Main Street 10 for $10 off any two-night or longer Southern California travel but it, package. I mean, if you're a big fan of Star Wars, you have to check it out. It is everything you've dreamed of. Like, yeah. Obviously, we've all seen Star Wars as kids, most likely. Yep. We've all wanted to pilot the Falcon as kids, and they... They make it a reality, which That's is cool. insane. I'm excited. And it looks so good. It feels good. <laughs> um, it's it's awesome. So go check it out. But uh, we should probably let you guys go. Yeah. So we'll talk have, about the rest of your trip next week. Yeah. And if you guys have any questions that I didn't answer, feel free to reach out via email or on social media. I would be more than happy to uh, go through it with you guys. So. Cool. Um, but it is time to go. Now is time to say goodbye. Um, but first, of course, we want to thank you guys for listening. We really do appreciate it. It means a lot. And uh, sharing the podcast with those that might also enjoy it is super helpful. Uh, keep it up. You guys are awesome. Um, if you can on the platform you're listening to us on, please subscribe and leave us a review. The platforms we are on are as follows. That would be Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, and Google Play. Again, we are on social media, facebook.com slash word on the main street, Twitter at W-O-T Main Street, and Instagram at word on the main street. Um, we do want to thank Bryce Garner for the theme song. And uh, to Colby Lords for doing social media. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening this week. Sorry to keep you so long. Uh, I but, don't think we might. <laughs> but please uh, join us next week and every week to hear the new... Oh, on Wednesdays. To hear the new yes. word on the main street. <laughs> uh, rising moons. Rising moons. Rising moons.